0: Welcome to episode 16 of the WP Candy WordPress podcast. I got the episode number right last time I messed it up. I think we had two episode 14s on the site, but hey, that happens. Um, And uh, my name is Ryan. I'm joined joined by Brian Krogsgaard, one of the authors on the site. Hi, Brian. Hey there. Uh, Actually, this is the second starting of the podcast because there were some stream issues, and it, it happens. Easy enough to... Pick it up and go again. Uh, what we were just talking about, and we'll pick up again, was uh, your mic, uh, Brian, that you just picked up. I'm, of course, we're uh, easy to talk about here. I'll pull it up on the stream because it wouldn't have worked before. That I have a, a halfway decent mic. The, I, I have I have what becomes the result of your obsessive um, pursuit of awesome mic and sound, and you are just beginning that trek as it were. So
1: what, what uh, what's your
0: experience been so far in the mic hunting business?
1: Well, mic hunting, uh, it was pretty good. I mean, you know, you obviously start out looking in one area financially and then <laughs> go ahead and double that for what you end up buying. Yeah, that always happens. Uh, but I think I got a good deal. It's a uh, AT2020. It's a USB mic. Um, and I got it for... I don't know about forty percent of list price locally at the guitar center was actually they matched a the price that I found online so awesome. pretty happy about it
0: yeah absolutely and you know it's always good we're you know doing all we can to uh, sort of do our best to fake the the quality of the podcast as it comes through you know uh, doing our best to fake a live stream or make that work uh, It works every now and then now audio quality better all around so hey we'll 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 be a serious podcast before you know it
1: that's right, hopefully it's better than that iPhone mic.
0: Yeah, yeah. even though that, that came across OK, I mean, you know, uh, all mics considered, you know the iPhone mic's not the, not the worst you could have in any case. Uh, yeah, no, that reminds me too. We need to get we just put up uh, Shane Sanderson's WordPress workspace today. It sounds like now, with your mic and your whole setup at home, we're going to have to get your uh, workspace put up.:
1: Oh, it'll be glorious. <laughs>
0: Just awesome. <laughs> well, it's tough. It's it's honestly difficult. I need to give Jason Schuler a hard time next time I see him at a WordCamp. He's made it almost impossible to find people brave enough to put their workspace up because of his killer office that he that we posted last week. Um, I think uh, I think it'll be tough to top that one. Not that you know. I mean, it's not WordPress cribs. We're not trying to try, trying to top uh, everybody's office here, but uh, he, his is pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, I don't think you need to qualify that with the almost. I mean <laughs> That's about as good as it gets, honestly.
0: Absolutely. Uh Jeff in the in the chat uh at WPcandy.com slash stream uh said that he wants the office space just for sitting and staring out the window. Not actually for working. <laughs> uh, Workspace or lazy space. Lazy space, yeah. No, it's it's yeah, uh, J- not to not to give Jason too much of a hard time, but his his office is also I think would just be a solid home for many people. I think they could just live in there and uh, never need to to go anywhere else. But in any case, uh, so what have you been up to, Brian? What have you been doing with WordPress in the past? I mean, it's actually been a, a week or two I think since the last podcast. But let's just say in the last week, have you done anything interesting with WordPress?
1: Oh, I don't know if it's too interesting. Uh, just been playing around some more with three point one. Uh, I had a, a fun little issue where I was setting up a new site, and I don't I thought I'd set up some sites with multi-site before. I'd already had it enabled, uh, but Andrew Renick Rennick ended up having to help me out a little bit there. I had some plug-in issues where I think it was WP File Cache was, uh, was inserting its own little URLs in front of all of my sites, so like say, my main site's com. It was inserting the the subdomain into all of my URLs. So I got to troubleshoot multi-site in 3.1 a little bit and uh, had some fun with that. And uh, nice. just been playing around and checking out some of the new things. I've gotten comfortable with the network admin and the, and switching between that and the site admin. So it's been good. What about yourself?
0: Good deal. Yeah, I've been playing a lot more uh, since then as well. I mean, I think when we actually did the... the podcast or the live stream about 3.1 I hadn't spent a whole lot of time with it you know to be honest just because we um, both myself with development work but also sort of on WP Candy we tend to focus on released things only and don't do a whole lot of digging into uh, sort of the the beta and the alpha stuff so um, really spend a lot more time uh, just like you playing around with it and getting all my sites updated and uh, it's been it's been good you know there are definitely some sort of changes in in workflow uh, based on how things used to be specifically with managing plugins and themes and how all that works but I like it uh, it's definitely a step step in the right direction so um, sort of a belated good work to everybody who who spent lots and lots and lots of time on WordPress <laughs> three point one uh, I also uh um, you know, setting up more. I, I did a post about it a couple days ago, but spending more time setting up some local development environments for myself and uh, started using uh, uh, Git for um, a couple of my projects and uh, GitHub to sort of have a solid local environment and be able to, to deploy changes and stuff like that. So that's been, you know, it's probably a little bit technical for this, but that's been what I've been using WordPress for aside from, you know, what you see on WP Candy.
1: And that was something that you saw that, I guess, uh... Nason and and Mark were doing at a WordCamp. How they had their setup?
0: Yeah, it seems like I mean one of the they're always two things. So WordCamp Miami was now two weekends ago, uh, which was awesome. And thanks to uh, A.D. Pinar for did I say his name right? Did I actually think so? Oh, so I can never say it again because I I just got (laughs) it right for once. Um, But I uh, so it was thanks to to Adi that we went to uh, WordCamp Miami. Uh, Myself and, and Aaron and other. Uh, guru guy, and uh, two things I always come away with from every WordCamp I go to, no matter whether it's big or small or local or, or you know, one of the massive ones like Phoenix was or uh, or some of the other big ones that are coming this year, two things I always come away with. First uh, is, you know, man, I really want to spend time and, and contribute back to WordPress. I want to get a patch in there. I want to get something, you know, contributed. I want to, you know, see my name listed on one of those things sometimes, just because there are so many contributors you always see. Uh, or meet at these at these events, and and I want to get to that. I want to actually spend the time and do that and The second thing I always come away with is uh, basically stealing ideas about workflow and, <laughs> and sort of uh, development and it's just desktops and apps that people are using either from the presenters when they 're presenting on on stage or or just you know people talking and working. I always come away with a few things and spend the next couple of days, usually on the plane ride back or when I get home, changing everything I do to this new format because I think it 's way better so uh, that's what I did a lot last week coming back, um, just because I'd seen, like you said, Nason and Mark Jaquiths and um, uh, Patah Dunbars actually uh, also just there. The way they have various installs of WordPress locally and how they update those and what they use them for, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. That's in the, You can see kind of what I did in the tutorial section of WP Candy if you go there. It's just wpcandy.com slash teaches. And you can see uh, kind of what I've done, but it's n- it's not necessarily what they are doing. Just sort of the inspiration
1: I took away from what they did. So, yeah, it looks like a nice setup. Uh, I should probably go hide in a corner because I've never been to a WordCamp. Um, really wanted to get to the one in Birmingham last year. It's during an Auburn game, uh, football game. So priorities and. Uh, <laughs> I am pretty excited. There's a there's a meetup here this coming Monday, so it'll be my first one. I think uh, Sarah Cannon's putting it together. She lives in Birmingham. She mm-hmm. loves Alabama here, uh, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm looking forward to my first meetup.
0: Very cool. Uh, yeah, meetups are. We actually just started one here in Fort Wayne um, a few weeks back. We've only had one so far because uh, we're just doing it monthly. But uh, can be a nice way to sort of get the WordCamp feel without. You know, traveling across the country sometime to get there. So, are uh, you in? Are you in or out? Just outside of Birmingham?
1: Uh, I'm in Birmingham.
0: Okay. So, do you think that you'll be at WordCamp Birmingham this year? Absolutely. All right. I was going to say we've got already checked. It's an away game, so <laughs> I'll be <laughs> fantastic. there. fantastic. Perfect. <laughs> uh you thinking about any other WordCamps? I know. Uh, what What are the closest ones to you?
1: Well, Atlanta is in May. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely going to tr- do everything I can to get to Atlanta. Awesome. Uh, cause its I don't think I can wait until September.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I think the next one for us will be Seattle, I think, will be the next one WP Candy Covers. Uh, after that is, I think, Atlanta. Uh, but I need to look um, and see. There's one every month, so I need to find out what's next. But
1: yeah, we're going to try
0: to. Theme foundry is. hmm Yeah. Same S- foundry S- is S- sending S- us to to Seattle, Seattle actually. So uh, that should be fun. I've never been there
1: before. Which. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I hear Seattle is very nice.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, from what I see of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shuler's, Shuler's office slash uh, outlook into the Seattle. I forget which lake it is. Hello. Hey. <laughs> uh, We're back. Yeah. Uh, about the only other thing that'll. Kill the stream is the um, router dying on my <laughs> end. Oh joy! Got,
1: gotta have something.
0: <laughs> gotta have something.
1: Uh, maybe maybe two it, things.
0: Let me pull it back up. We'll get good at this eventually.
1: So are we back. Yep, Can Got it. Okay.
0: Wow. This is, that went well. So what we were about to just dive into uh, before somebody cut us off. I need to find some some group around here that I can blame for it. Uh, just about to talk about jetpack, which was I, I would say we could we could probably say it was the biggest news of the week.
1: Absolutely, jetpack dot me.
0: So this actually came out was it last Wednesday or Thursday? I think. Uh, um, either one. Uh Wednesday yeah. or Thursday it happened. And uh how how would you describe Jetpack as a uh, I, I kind of been thinking of it or describing it to people as a plug in for other plugins. Plugin that brings with it other plugins.
1: Yeah, just a a jumbo plug in, I guess. Sure. Um comes packaged with some of the uh select few lucky hosts and uh, includes a number of I guess most uh, are all of those automatic plugins. Uh, I believe so. Yeah.
0: So it's it's from automatic and it brings with it just a it's, a, it's actually a pretty short list easy to kind of go through and wordpress.com stats uh, which the the one package with Jetpack is the the non-flash variety or the non-flash version of the plugin. The Twitter widget plugin which is used on wordpress.com Gravatar hover cards, uh, wordpress.me short links, ShareDaddy LaTeX after the deadline and shortcode embeds. So the way that they're marketing this, and I think it's fair to say that this is bringing WordPress.com features over to WordPress.org users who want them. I, and I, th- I think that's fair to say that so far they've, you know, in the sort of pockets that they have, they've kind of captured that pretty well. Right. And like you I mean, I said, it's yeah. you
1: used before.
0: I've played with WordPress.com stats. Uh, I actually use um, Analytics uh, or Google Analytics instead. That's mainly because okay out of that. Uh, that's mainly because I don't really care to have my stats in like the dashboard. I prefer using sort of Analytics in its own uh, site. And I'm just looking over them. I don't think I've, I, I use after the deadline uh, <laughs> sparingly on. Uh, WP Candy because I still have uh, spelling mistakes every now and then, and I use I don't use shortcode embeds. I actually use uh, Viper's Video Quick Tags, which is a similar sort of plugin. Mm-hmm. So I actually I actually don't stuff. really use any of them. Do you have you?
1: Um. Well, I've I use WordPress.com stats mostly because I don't care too much about going into the stats. Plus, I have I have the uh, Google Analytics if I need to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I will use the Twitter widget. I mean, I had rolled my own actually and created one that was just a simple one because mm-hmm. uh, most of them were pretty heavy. So I'll probably use that. Uh, I've used the WP uh, short links and haven't really gotten into the others before. But I think all of them are good. I mean, it's it's a it's a nice looking plugin pack. I think to to go with an install, maybe not totally necessary. The LaTeX one was the one that really threw me off. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't know there was so much demand to put mathematical equations into your into your WordPress, but maybe there is.
0: Yeah, that's probably the one uh, sort of fringe case in all of it. I think, uh, and what I've been hearing uh, just kind of within our circle or within, you know, on WP Candy and on Twitter and things, it sounds like for... Um, most sort of WordPress professionals, or I guess people who use WordPress uh, in any sort of serious way and aren't sort of hobbyists or, or, you know, probably Mm -hmm. what the majority of WordPress.com users are, uh, it seems like this is not for us. You know, it seems like Jetpack is for users more than it is for developers or consultants or anything like that. So what I see discussed more so with Jetpack is sort of the business and sort of ecosystem implications of Jetpack, what Jetpack means to WordPress, and less about sort of what it offers. Because what it offers is cool, but it's also not um, just in functionality. It's not really groundbreaking yet, just because you can get all of this separately still.
1: Sure, yeah, but it'll it'll make it that much easier, I guess, if you're doing... Uh, a project for somebody, you know, if you've got a client, you can just install Jetpack and get rid of, you know, at least three or four of those plugins that you might have done anyway.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's definitely convenient. Um, I think what, uh, and I and I won't, I guess, go too far into it because I posted an editorial about this, uh, saying the same thing earlier this week, but. Jetpack is most interesting, I think, to me now, and it took me a few days to really sort of let it sink in, just talking to people and seeing seeing what others thought about it. What I think is most interesting about Jetpack is this seems like it may be the, i have to look at Automatic's list of projects to be sure, but I think this is one of the major sort of movements from Automatic to step into .org in terms of a business model. Right. You know, creating Creating something or an extension that will really allow them to leverage WordPress.org dashboards and, and users in a similar way that they have with WordPress.com.
1: Right. Well, the first thing you have to do, I activated it yesterday, and the first thing that you have to do is, you know, connect to your WordPress.com account. Uh, and once you do that, it'll pull in your stats. And uh, there's one other one that requires the connection, uh share daddy or something, I don't know. Uh,
0: yeah, I think the two... Is it? Uh, is it? Sh- yeah, it might be. It might be. I have that. I have that I'll, I'll pull that up. But um, because right now the the main things that, that WordPress.org users are using is is Vault VaultPress is usable by .org users primarily. I mean .com. They sort of have that. I think already. That's sort of built into the whole system. So they have no reason to to, to purchase VaultPress separately. Uh, video press is similar, um, except that that's also something that .com users would pay for. And I think then Akismet is the only other one if you're using Akismet a non-personal use. You know, you could be paying uh, subscription use for that. So really, I, mean, I think many are pointing out that Jetpack would be sort of the ideal platform for Automatic to launch similar sorts of services uh, into .org dashboards, Um which is kind of curious that and and uh, well, what do you think? Do you think that we'll see uh, Vault Press and Video Press being woven into Jetpack in the future?
1: I mean, it wouldn't surprise me too much. I mean, they obviously left the the window open to do some things. I mean, right before right below the eight plugins, they listed you know four coming soon things there. So, mm-hmm. you know that that definitely uh, definitely makes sense. And you know the other thing. I guess is if you want to use any of those individual plugins uh it looks like you've actually got to use jetpack because uh they're not going to be updating uh the individual plugins anymore
0: yeah, it seems like uh just based on their f a q pages and the current states of some of the plugins that are included i think uh the com stats is the big example uh which is an old version on the solo plugin and and the updated in the in jetpack it definitely seems that they're sort of making that switch and saying this is where we want to support these plugins is within Jetpack right um, yeah I mean it, I, I think I think for most people using it that won't really affect them I think there are some people who uh, I mean wh- one, one thing that I think is interesting to this I, I've, I started uh, playing around with Jetpack you know the day or so after it came out and the first thing I tried to do is just load it up on my one of my local installs and play with it there but you actually mm-hmm. can do that by default. Um, <laughs> it is it, you have to have a public site to connect to WordPress.com and and to to use everything by default. Now you can sort of comment out those lines if you're comfortable editing a plugin and sort of get around that and still play with it locally. But um, uh, that plus the the WordPress.com account, which honestly, I think it's I mean, as far as requiring people to sign up. I think a lot of current WordPress users probably, in order to be using, say, a Kismet, probably have a WordPress.com account, and so filling out that and using it uh, is not that big a deal. But it's also for those who are opposed to, you know, filling out that part of the page or, or, or relying on that connection, it's simple enough to, to sort of comment that out of the plugin and and use just, you know, say, after the deadline or, or the short links or hover cards or things like that. If you want to sort of them and I'm sure by the time this podcast is out, or maybe even by now, there's probably a plug that does all that for you, and sort of, you know, uh, lets you kind
1: of sidestep that uh, if you'd rather not use it. Yeah, that makes sense. One of the, the funniest thing to me was, you know, some people started talking about how it puts it in as a top-level uh, menu yeah. in your dashboard, and, you know, this is from Automatic, Mm-hmm. And WordPress.com, and that's one of the things that they ask you not to do when developing your own plugins. And it just didn't quite follow standard practices. Along with some of the settings options, once you get in there too, it didn't use the native WordPress, you know, UI. I guess.
0: Yeah, uh, the the menu uh, position one is one that. Um uh, I definitely noticed when I when I set it up just to kind of play around with it. Uh, I'd also noticed that I, I we do use uh, VaultPress on Guru sites uh, to back everything up. It's just you know we like it and and sort of want to support it. Um, it does add a top level uh, button or, or or menu item. Not even just top level. It actually adds it. I think right below. Super admin maybe above buddy press if that's installed uh, if I yeah it goes on
1: top of posts though that's for sure yeah it
0: goes above uh, and sits at sort of the top level of, of everything and that's honestly you know it's not a, it's not a huge deal to me but i it's it's a little bit annoying uh to have what I consider to be um, sort of relatively minor settings pages you know for fault press is you know is, is backing up uh, which is something I'm probably not going to need to tweak that often um or the uh, or now with jetpack, you know, most of these you won't be actually fooling around with all that often. Uh, so um, it's it, it 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 must not bug me that much because it hasn't caused me to go in and actually edit the plugins to make that change. So I must not care that badly. Um, yeah, but it is it is one of those things that that I wonder sometimes. You know, okay, this is kind of annoying to me. Well, it's probably not. You know, they're not putting it there for me because I can go in and change it, so it's not that big a deal. But you know, you you kind of wonder. Uh, and not just for automatic. Anytime anybody puts a top-level um, menu on there, you wonder why they're doing that. You know, for for what purpose? Do they just want that brand recognition sticking out, and is that the purpose? Uh, you know. Yeah, and,
1: and maybe it'll just take a little bit of you know feedback and time for things to shake out to sure. to get it nailed down. But, yeah, I mean, no, I, it does I think have we'll, some.
0: Yeah,
1: it does have some you know potential for automatic, like you said, to you know maybe make some money with the massive user base that would be uh, assumedly going to to start using this with all the different hosts that are going to install it when they install WordPress.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, as far as business decisions go, and that's, you know, I'd say a lot of what you and I spend our time kind of analyzing and looking into with WP Candy is WordPress business. You know, who's doing what? Uh, why and how does this kind of tie into the ecosystem? And as, as far as you know, business moves go, it's 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 pretty genius. You know, it makes perfect sense. It extends what they're already doing on .com into uh, .org users and sort of gives them that platform. Um, I, I think, uh, and I said this in the editorial. I think the the interesting part for us, then, I mean, and we can say this, I guess, you know, I mean, it's easier for us to sit on the outside and watch because you know we're not selling themes or plugins or you know services that might compete with this. But it'll be interesting to see what Automatic or what other businesses Automatic wants to compete with because, you know, they, I mean, it, it wouldn't matter. If, if Automatic wanted to start a, start start selling shoes and started doing th- so through <laughs> Jetpack, that would be interesting because they would want to compete with, you know, with shoes. I mean, it doesn't really matter what they put through Jetpack. A lot of people are going to see it, and it's going to be competitive.
1: Yep, <laughs> and install WordPress and buy a pair of uh Converses.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Probably not the likeliest move uh for, for jetpack next. But um Yeah.
1: Well I guess uh you know, really the next thing right after they announced uh Jetpack was kind of the next logical option because it connected WordPress dot com and dot org so much. And then they came out with the guided transfers and I guess we've hinted towards this a little bit, but you know, it was kind of a separate a separate deal. Uh so now for ninety nine dollars, you know, we can Take a WordPress.com blog, and Automatic will do everything that you need to do to convert it to a .org blog.
0: Yeah, I noticed. Uh, so I think you, you handled that post, um, and and definitely read more into into or read more about all of that than what I did. Uh, which hosts are they partnering with to do this to do the transfer with?
1: Uh, Network Solutions, GoDaddy, Bluehost, Media Temple, DreamHost. Uh, I think that's it for right now. I mean, okay. it it looks the same as what were their recommended hosts before on mm-hmm. WordPress.org, and I I think they get a nice recom- uh, a nice referral fee for that. Sure. Uh, you know, there were some people that were disappointed. I think that some of the some of those were included, but you know, WordPress.com has had deals with all those companies for a pretty long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really didn't surprise me too much which ones they recommended. Sure. Um, but you know they do a lot. They do a lot with this transfer. It, 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 they transfer your content. They set up all your permissions. They do your domain mapping f- so that all your, you know, WordPress.com URLs will switch over. And they give you two weeks of support. I think unlimited support uh, from Automatic included, all for ninety nine dollars. It's really not a bad deal.
0: Yeah, it's really not. And it's nice. It's nice that people sort of have an out. You know, to to move off of .com uh, in sort of an official capacity,
1: that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, and I know a lot of people thought it it seems strange that why would why would automatic, you know, want to encourage people to go to the side where they don't have as much of a dog in the fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, Matt's response seemed to be that you know they want to do what's natural for the user, and you know, people are going to switch to .org whether Automatic wants them to or not, so why not help them along?
0: Absolutely. I mean, one thing that they, I think, have always really embraced or one um, sort of philosophy that they've always embraced really well is not to lock people in. You know, that giving them freedoms doesn't mean that you're going to lose their business. You know, give people freedoms with their data, with their choices, and uh, that that's a perfectly valid way to do business. And I think, I mean, they're not the only ones, and sort of the WordPress community gets that. I think plenty of people do. Um, especially you know, as different theme and plugin developers adopt, uh, whether it's you know each other's formats or or creating plugins that help, you know, change uh, you know metadata from one theme to another and and things like that. I think everybody, I think all the best sort of entrepreneurs in the WordPress world get that, you know, that that's important. I mean, it's it's a it's a core sort of philosophy to WordPress, the the freedom of data and and uh, kind of making your own choices in terms of where your information goes. So I think it only makes sense. Yeah yeah i mean it's uh, the i guess it yeah the guided transfers coming after jetpack and sort of announcing those within what forty eight hours of each other uh, mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense um, also I'm sure there was a push for them to to get that out before south by South southwest uh, I'm sure mm-hmm. they wanted to give people plenty
1: to talk about while they were there yeah their their big announcement at south by Southwest the that conference definitely uh consumed a lot of WordPress folks, attention this week.
0: Yeah, I'm just looking at the. Uh, uh, Do we ever? I, I mean, I, I've seen a couple of of recaps, but I haven't. We haven't been able to find a solid audio of, of Matt's
1: panel yet, have we? No, he he, he was there. He um, he was on a panel, or maybe it was just an interview. Um, speaking to looks like John Patel. Patel. Uh, it doesn't look like he talked about a whole lot, you know, that we hadn't heard at least something about mm-hmm. so far. Um, but yeah, right now I don't think that audio is available. I think they streamed it live, but other than that, there yeah, wasn't a whole lot to, on it.
0: I haven't been able to find any solid recordings of it yet. Uh, like the but they had
1: the they had the Genius Bar, I think, for set up for two days. Uh, so there's a lot of WordPress people there. Mm-hmm. Um, so.
0: Yeah, it sounds like quite a bit happening. I saw some mention uh, somebody I follow on Twitter was talking about that they found and cleared up a couple bugs in Jetpack in the uh, during the uh, Genius Bar, which I think is kind of cool. And that's the other thing to say about Jetpack. I think uh, everybody's comments in terms of you know the, the sign up process, which is there and required, the menu, the top level menu item, and things like that. I th- uh, I'd have to think that those will probably be addressed in the next update to Jetpack. I mean, I'm sure that that stuff won't be uh, ignored by the automatic team. They're usually pretty good about. Uh, following up with things like that. Right. Uh, so what uh, what would you like to talk about? I mean, the next thing, I'm looking down our list here, and the next thing that catches my eye is the stuff about Blogger.
1: Um, yeah, I think that's, you know, I guess that was one of Google's things that they were, um, you know, announcing at South by Southwest. And it looks like Blogger's uh, trying to do some things to, uh, get back out there and be more visible, and um, kind of uh, establish themselves as the largest blogging platform. I noticed in their in their post.
0: Yeah, I, I honestly I, I saw mention of it. I think by Jane Wells on Twitter, uh, something about maybe what the future of Blogger would look like. I'm just kind of
1: yeah. It's, they've the got, a, they've got a blog spot, got a Blogspot Google they said, "What's new with Blogger?" and kind of talked about some of the things that they've done recently. I guess they've done some template design stuff and uh, bringing in web fonts to use. And um, looks like they're they're really making some UI improvements. I mean, it's a pretty ugly system in my opinion, the way it used to be. Sure. Um, but you know, the dashboard looks cleaned up. They've got a handful of screenshots on there, and you know that's. That's what they were promoting. They want everybody to come by their little Google booth and, and you know, talk about the new stuff and bloggers. So I guess they're just making a push to, uh, to get kind of caught back up technology-wise. I mean, we all know they have the numbers, but um, I think it's been pretty well-known for a while that they're behind, you know, WordPress and Tumblr and even some of the others as far as, you know, look and feel and, and technology and that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, it definitely doesn't seem to be the choice of uh, bloggers like it. At one point, I mean, I can't really say whether it was because, honestly, I wasn't that involved, uh, you know, sort of at bloggers' peak. Um, but it seems like they're making some interesting improvements. I can't find. I thought there was there was a specific screenshot I thought was in this video, but I'm not seeing. Oh, there it is. That's what I wanted to find. <laughs> uh, it's always nice to pull this over, uh, show the stream what I'm talking about. Um, It's always funny to see the the UI improvements. I think this must have been what Jane was talking about from the tweet that I saw. uh, To see the UI improvements coming through, I think uh, this happened with, what was it, movable type, maybe? Mm -hmm. Uh, And and now with Blogger making some changes to their UI that sort of, kind of, pretty much resembles WordPress.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I saw uh, Matt Thomas, who I think he's the lead designer for WordPress.com, right? Um, Uh, I know he... I believe he's he's automatic,
0: yeah, but I'd have to pull up exactly yeah. his job description. I saw that he had
1: mentioned something like that, no, It just reaffirmed that they were happy with their decisions that they made for WordPress because it looks like they're getting copied.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the things that happens when you're uh, sort of the, maybe not the thought leader, but the trend leader, you know, when you're leading in uh, high-quality design, high-quality UI. I think, you know, you have to kind of expect that, Um so yeah, uh, a, a if that actually happens, that would be a big improvement to Blogger. <laughs> so uh, definitely couldn't hurt. Let
1: me pull back over here so I can pull up our notes.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, oh yeah, here. yeah. Jeff Rose in the chat, and he actually uh, brought up that uh, Drupal Gardens launched, which is I guess their their free blogging platform. Mm-hmm. Um, so Drupal's Drupal's getting into the Game a little bit there, too.
0: the uh, Yeah, sort of the hosting game, I guess. Mm-hmm. I actually yeah, hosted blogging. Mm-hmm. Um, which there are plenty. I mean, even beyond WordPress.com, I mean, sure. uh, uh, Pagely, um, WP Engine. Uh, I'm probably going to leave some off because there are a lot. I think WP Web Host is a similar sort of thing. There are plenty of you know WordPress-specific hosts out there. I'm kind of surprised. Is this Is this one of the first Drupal? specific hosts uh, actually, I mean I
1: obviously don't well, follow I think, Drupal I think this closely. one is actually from Drupal
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I think it's the first you know wordpress.com type of thing for Drupal uh, hmm. where it's hosted blogging uh, where it's actually uh, you know sure. the, the, whoever owns Drupal a, a Aquis or whatever it's called mm-hmm. uh, Aquia I think yeah for them to do that
0: yeah very cool so it sounds like they're trying to sort of follow the automatic model in terms of uh, having a hosted option where they can test things out, maybe push updates out. I mean, not to say that uh, automatic owns WordPress or anything like that, but they are a major <laughs> contributor. Um, I think we we I think weekly I'm I'm griping to someone about how somebody messes up the distinction, you know, calls automatic, the, you know, people behind WordPress or something, you know, crazy like that, which I suppose the mistake, uh, you know, sometimes is, is understandable, but it seems like it happens so often. <laughs> uh, well, that's cool. I mean, you know, I, I guess yet another validation of, uh, of a model that works, you know, similar to the UI, I think, uh, hosted, hosted, I mean, we've seen with WordPress hosti- hosting and uh, support, you know, and services around uh, WordPress, so there's just a lot going on there. And there's definitely a lot of um, a lot of money to be made in, in those in those fields, uh, you know, at least as much if not more than themes and plugins can.
1: Yeah, and you got to imagine, you know, when you got a brand new user that hardly knows anything about how to create a website, you know, they don't know the difference necessarily between WordPress and, and Drupal and self-hosted and you know uh, private hosting to where you're going through, you know. HostGator or somebody else. Mm-hmm. So they just want a, a simple solution and usually it's going to be end, end up being on one of those hosted platforms and, you know, those companies want to make it as easy as possible to do that, to be able to have a, a scalable, you know, nice-looking solution, you know, quickly.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let me see here. What uh, Any other big items we want to talk about?
1: Oh, I don't think a whole lot of Huge WordPress news is out there. Oh, I um, forgot. I, I almost
0: forgot because it, it happened uh, over a week ago. But uh, WordPress.com has added uh, more paid themes to the list. Um, well, I believe Studio, right, Press. Studio Press. Davis. Yeah, let me pull up that post. I didn't have it in the list because I honestly overlooked it. But I remember thinking of it and then not adding it to the list. Uh, I think it's Studio Press, and, and was it another one from Theme Foundry?
1: Yeah, another one from Theme Foundry and then uh pretty young thing, I think was the name of the theme from Studio Press, um uh, which I guess that's the first example of a theme and child theme getting included. So, you know, framework uh as a paid theme on wordpress.com. I guess that's you know a nice nugget as far as Studio Press being included in that bunch.
0: Absolutely. So that's that's cool to see, you know, more being added about a month later um or a month after the first bit was made, so I think they're they're definitely following up with uh their plans to keep paid themes coming to to dot com. And I see while we're on, uh it feels like this is just all it's all been automatic news. <laughs> this yeah, aside from the, the Google stuff. It's the automatic episode. Um That's right. But the uh but yeah Jeff also uh, tossed in the, the chat that HTML five support uh has been added to video press. Technically it's been added uh, to WordPress.com's videos, uh, not yeah, yet I don't videos. know the Oral plugin yet. Well, yeah, the plugin doesn't doesn't have the uh, or not the plugin I should say, but the videos not on .com won't serve up HTML5 video yet. Uh, but it sounds like just based on what I saw on Twitter and elsewhere that that will be coming along soon. You know, just like everything else, they tested out uh, or, or those. Um, automatic products they test them out on dot com and then they send them out for everybody else. So shouldn't be long, uh, which is exciting because we still have a number of videos on WP Candy using the video press player and it'll be nice to see those support
1: HTML five. Yeah. The only unfortunate thing of that is that it's gonna I don't think it supports stuff that's already been embedded. So I think it has to be, be embedded re embedding yeah, re-embedding. I know you love embedding in multiple places. Oh, it's the uh, best.
0: I think we, uh, I think now, um, I have to, I have to check my list, but I'm pretty sure we have three or four places we upload videos to now when we have them.
1: Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, you can find any WP Candy video on on YouTube, Vimeo, uh, Vimeo, and, Vimeo,
0: and and well, VideoPress doesn't have a central sort of location, but they're right. they're going up there too. Yeah, I like the video press player. It'll be fun to see it uh, working with HTML5 on our site eventually. But it is on on .com, which is cool. Absolutely. So I want to... let me pull up, because this is the part where I like to uh, get Finder. Uh, This is where I stall while I pull up. I'm looking for, uh, this is the part of the podcast where we like to thank the uh, people, new people powering the site. Um, and where did it go? Here we go. So I have the list here, almost here. There we go. Um, so WP Candy doesn't take advertisers. We actually take uh, support. Uh, we call it power from WP Candy Readers. So this comes in the form of sometimes single posts, uh, uh, which I think run $10, uh, monthly subscriptions, which are awesome. People can also power a day, a week, or if you're crazy, a whole month. And uh, that's entirely how this whole thing, you know, stays around and how we operate. And we are very grateful for all those that do. Let me go through the new ones here. actually I have... Another list let me pull up, and I think uh, this is an idea I haven't fully formed. I don't think I've mentioned it to you t- either, Brian, but I, w- I want to come up with a way to allow people to power the podcast as well, and I don't have a, a you know a fully formed idea about this yet, but I feel like uh, there's definitely, you know, a pod- the podcast isn't necessarily a post, you know, which we try to find different ways to, to kind of make uh, the Powered By system work with all of our kind of different forms of content. So if, I feel like there's something there, but I haven't really... It a way. power hour. Power hour. See, that's what we need. That's that. That's that branding that we
1: need. <laughs> so really yeah, I'm a branding genius over here.
0: Yeah, exactly. Marketing, marketing genius. Um, okay, uh, so oh man, I always start off the list. I'm bad at pronouncing. Uh, thanks to Satya Narayana. Uh, Siv. It looks like. Um, check if there's special notes. Nope. Uh, power to post. Uh, for ten dollars, which is awesome. Also, thanks to uh, R. Anthony Solis from Webshoe.com uh, for powering at ten dollars. And pull up the rest of my list, which is actually separate. Um, thanks to uh, Luce D. Brewer, which I know I didn't get right, uh, for powering a post at ten dollars. We appreciate it. And thank you to Design PX. Uh, which is their name. They probably have a full name. Let's see if I can pull up. Uh, Also for $10. And thanks to Mark McWilliams, whose name I do know, because I see him on Twitter all the time, uh, for powering a post as well. And uh, then, of course, to the regular $5 uh, a month contributors, that's a huge, uh, huge benefit to... Uh, us And I can see it long term being what powers us sort of uh, in a more sustainable way. As much as we appreciate all contributions, I definitely think the $5, there's a lot of uh, potential behind that too. And it's it's cool to really, this is really the third month we've been kind of experimenting with the Powered By system and um, seeing the, the $5 a month sort of add up, which is which is pretty cool. I think we're at about, I have to check the exact number, but I think we're at about 30 or 40 $5 a month people now, which is cool. You know, it's nice, nice to see
1: that grow. One caramel macchiato a month. That's all you got to give up.
0: <laughs> See, that's... What, that, that, man, you just... We're going to put you in charge of marketing. That's right. <laughs>
1: um,
0: so, yeah, thanks again to everybody for uh, powering WP Candy this month. Uh, like I said, no advertising here. Uh, that way we can talk about and do whatever we want. And so nobody has to look at ads or anything like that. And, uh, yeah, all good. Um is this where we do picks? I think we usually do picks here. Sure. Do So uh, WordPress picks uh, work the same way. I think every podcast at some point or another has a some variation of a, of a pick. Uh, something about WordPress, whether it's a WordPress theme, a plug-in, a book, a website, pretty much anything. Uh, if you've found it and have been using it in the past week, you can call it out uh, on the show here. Brian, do you have one?
1: Uh, yeah, it's not a... Plug in exactly, but it's close. Um, I think uh, I told you that I I got my copy of the plug in uh, development book, the WordPress professional WordPress book uh, by Brad Williams and uh, Oz Richard and Justin Tadlock, who you did the interview with last week, and uh, been diving into their book a little bit. And actually, when I broke my website uh, the other day, I used the whole renaming a folder and and disabling all plugins that way and then pulling them back in one by one to figure out in what way I was screwing up multi-site. Mm-hmm. So if I said I had a pick, it would be, you know, to be the the, the trick about renaming the plugins folder to disable them. And then uh, what I did then is, I, you know, just pulled them back in one by one until I figured out, you know, what it was that was... Uh, I was pulling the site down, so help me out already.
0: Yeah, that's actually really helpful. Um, I, I think I've done that a few times, just be, yeah, because WordPress does rely on the, the folder structure to find things. So that's that's actually a clever way to do it. Um, yeah, and in general, their their book. I mean, we interviewed them last week, and uh, I I need to get out. I <laughs> the The book, uh, my copy, is actually not coming to my home. It's coming to the office, so I actually need to go and. Uh, it should be there by now, and I definitely want to start reading it and get a review up um, of their plugin development book. But uh, I'm sure it's going to be solid. You know, you can't really find uh, three smarter guys to work on that.
1: Yeah, I actually got it while I was out of town, and I was pretty disappointed because it was just sitting at home while I wasn't there. Uh, so I started looking into it a little bit uh, the other day, and uh, looking forward to to getting into it myself.
0: Absolutely. So my pick is actually not a plug-in, it's typically a plug-in, this time I have to, um, uh, and I actually only really thought of it because I pointed somebody on Twitter to it today, I have to recognize a theme from Templatic, uh, who actually, you know, they stick out most in my mind for just switching to BGPL as of January, or as of 2011 now, and, uh, so I've, you know, been using and, and playing with more of their their themes since then. And uh, I've been using a lot uh, after sort of searching around for the right option, been using their, I think it's, is it base wiki or wiki base? I think it's wiki base uh, is the name of it. I suppose I should pull it up here. <laughs> uh, but it's a WordPress wiki base. Uh, it's a WordPress theme that turns an install into a wiki. So we use, uh, we have a, a private uh, wiki for WP Candy. We have one for a couple other projects that I have, and um, Guru as well. We just, I've sort of been adding them everywhere anymore. Um, but it basically, yeah, it turns it into a wiki. You can add, you know, sort of pages or posts and, and sort of uh, keep track of, of information that way. Yeah, uh, saw it in the chat room. It came up. They are, and they did go... No, all of their stuff is, is GPL, despite what... Uh, I'm seeing it brought up in the in the chat room, so I'll address it real quick.
1: I think we posted when that switched, didn't we?
0: Yeah, they made the switch. Uh, I, we we have a post coming up that kind of deals with this issue. Sometimes, uh, you know, different uh, theme vendors and their terms of use pages and different parts of their site describe things in a not uh, in, in a way that would make it seem like it's maybe not GPL or or something like that. But their stuff is released <laughs> that way, <laughs> um, so. Uh we've, uh, um, I, I mean, I honestly wouldn't be using it otherwise because I would always be afraid of, of using it wrong. So, um, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's a uh, cool wiki setup. I mean, we've been using it for a couple of weeks now, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I've been using it uh, uh, without any problem on ours. And, um, yeah, it's cool. It works. Um, I've tried a couple different wiki options. I mean, there's a, I know there's a wiki plugin out there. Uh, there's another wiki theme that we tried for a little bit. Um, there are a few different options. We actually need to put together a post to get all of the ones that we found out there. But uh, this is my favorite so far. And um, I mean, I'll I'll check again if they've changed uh, from from being gpl then I I miss that. But as far then as we're I know, in trouble, we are, <laughs> then we're <laughs> then we're so screwed. No, <laughs> no we are, uh, and we actually that's that's another sort of the. Infinite items on our list is to get out our editorial policy and make it public. But one of the items, I mean, you know, technically, if we wanted to, we could cover whatever we wanted to. Uh, we choose, uh, just for our own sake, I guess, to only talk about and only sort of publish things about GPL uh, products and, and GPL themes and plugins and things like that. Uh, we could do otherwise if we wanted to, but um, we ourselves tend to only use. Uh, GPL stuff when it comes to WordPress, so it's just one of those uh, one of those options or one of those uh, guidelines
1: that we follow. So, if nothing else, it helps slim down the list. I think our <laughs> if our ideas blog is is pretty lengthy on the open posts and uh, all our series that we've got coming up. So, there's a lot to look forward to. If nothing else,
0: um, absolutely, and I think. Uh, going back over to our notes, that, yeah, that's... I think that's pretty much it. Anything else worth calling out? Oh, I wanted to... uh, If they're still listening to the podcast, there is some stuff I'm going to put up right after this on the site about a cool new um, thing we're doing here in March uh, that could be considered madness uh, by some standards. Um, So just, just keep in mind that you might want to... Uh, bracket your calendar. That is, um, <laughs> <laughs> some some uh, some some good stuff maybe coming through. So we'll, I'll get a post up about that uh, right after this. I wanted to get to it before the podcast, but it just didn't happen. So yeah, uh, I'm on Twitter as Ryan Immel. Uh, what's yours? Krogsguard, right? Just
1: Krogsguard mm-hmm.
0: Krogsgard, obviously WP Candy. Uh, you can catch us at WPCandy.com. And that does it for episode 16. We'll see you for 17, maybe later this week. I don't know. We'll see what might happens. Might just do 16 again. We might just do 16 again, since we did 14 twice. I mean, we might just have to do every number twice.
1: No, normally people skip 13 or something like that. They don't normally double You're 14. Right.
0: <laughs> well, we, I think we, uh, yeah, we're Yeah, we a sham. There's nothing professional <laughs> at all about this. <laughs> we do things differently. A little bit, a little bit. All right, cool. Well, uh, yep. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week.